You're tuned in to More Living with Jim Brogan, broadcast live from the Brogan Financial Studios at News Talk 98.7, where old-fashioned values, expert knowledge, and genuine understanding come together to give you the retirement straight talk you deserve. Jim's a former National Advisor of the Year recipient and a financial educator, and he's here today to talk about how you can live out the best years of your life. Jim and the Brogan Financial Team have been helping retirees and pre-retirees across the Southeast for over 20 years in their pursuit of financial independence. You can reach them during the week at 865-862-6800. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn, because more living with Jim Brogan starts now. Happy Saturday, East Tennessee, and welcome to More Living with Jim Brogan, where it's all about living the best years of your life your way. This is News Talk 98.7 WOKI. We're with you every Saturday, 9 to 10 a.m., and again, 3 to 4 p.m. And today, there are more than 46 million adults in the United States that are age 65 or older. And by 2050, that number is expected to almost double. So we will have almost 90 million citizens in the U.S. that are over age 65. And as we age and enter retirement, many are faced with challenges like mobility, transportation, housing, keeping our independence, you know, dealing with social concerns when we retire. Lots of issues that we want to just be aware of. And really, when we think about this radio program, More Living, uh, you know, it's so you can live the best years of your life your way. And so it's about, you know, being able to spend what should be the best years of our lives the way we want to spend them and thrive instead of merely surviving. So this morning, our guest is Dottie Livers. Dottie is director of the Office of Aging for Knoxville, Knox County Community Action Committee. She has a master's degree in gerontology and more than two decades of experience advocating on behalf of older adults and family caregivers. Under her leadership, more than 20 programs and services work to assist older individuals achieve the highest possible level of independence, maintain a high quality of life, and avoid unnecessary institutionalization. Good morning, Dottie. Welcome to More Living. It's great to have you with us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Hey, before we dive into the topic first, and I guess it is on topic for sure, but what, you know, tell us a little bit about your journey, Dottie. What got you interested in a career helping adults as they age? Um, That's an excellent question because it's not certainly an area that people go into as much as uh, with children or something like that. But um, when I was in college, I had really taken a class um, in gerontology and really found it extremely interesting and just continued my path from there and have always worked in nonprofit work and worked in uh, with older adults and family caregivers. So it's just been kind of a passion of mine from the beginning. Well, that's interesting. You know, I think you hit the nail on the head. We don't necessarily grow up thinking like that. Um, I know when I was growing up, you know, that wouldn't have crossed my mind. But then, because, you know, I have a business that that really specializes in the retirement phase. So we deal primarily Mm -hmm. with people that are over age 55, age 60. And for me, 21, 22 years ago, it, it was, you know, my parents were just getting in. My dad was 71, 72 years old, and 
uh, I remember I, I could just I started to identify a lot more with the issues that they were going through, you know, at 72 and 66. And, mm -hmm. you know, that was when things started to change for me in terms of really wanting to help people, you know, with all kinds of different things, which is really what this whole radio show is about, which is just helping people thrive in their later years. So I think that's fantastic. Uh, Dottie, according to the National Council on Aging, over 15 million older adults, 65 plus, are economically insecure. Uh, you know, we don't see, I don't know that in West Knoxville, certainly, we don't see a lot of that um, just, you know, when we're living our day-to-day -day lives. Is this a challenge you see commonly among the Knoxville population? Um, yes, definitely. There are a number of individuals that um, are needing some help, needing some financial help, maybe needing some help with providing assistance with services so they can maintain a quality of life and maintain their independence. It's certainly not everyone, but we do have a number of individuals that, that really need a little bit more assistance living on fixed incomes and um, just really need kind of a boost to help them. So, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of issues, I think, that can affect that. But with the, with the housing issues that we've seen and rent prices, you know, the cost of housing all over the country, but, e but in East Tennessee, too, have really skyrocketed. And, you know, any type of an inflationary environment, much less one that is so dramatically affecting housing, really affects retirees that are on more of a fixed income. Are there resources or services to help retirees in either finding affordable housing or negotiating rent increases, things like that? Um, that's a great question, and this is a challenge that we've been seeing a lot with individuals who are calling our office um, and calling to look for help in trying to find affordable housing. Um, we found some certain situations where they were at the same fixed rent rate and now all of a sudden it's going up by 20% or more and it's just beyond what they can do. So there are resources available to help guide people through those efforts. Um, th for example, through the Office on Aging, we have programs such as our Senior Information and Referral Line and other resources to help individuals. A lot of times we are dealing with uh, Unfortunately, some crisis situations where individuals are finding themselves about to be homeless because of the rent prices or whatever it might be that's, that's lending them to that uh, situation. So it's certainly um, a growing issue. It's something that we've seen even more so in the past year and in the past several months with individuals. Um, a lot of people who are on fixed incomes, if they have Social Security, they can't afford a 20% increase in their rent. And so it's, it's definitely becoming a crucial issue. Um, and with the lack of affordable housing right now, it's lending itself to uh, even more challenges for those that we're working with. You know, inflation has affected us in so many ways. I know housing is a big, big part of that. I mean, how much activity has your office seen in the last year just with retirees that, you know, or people as they age 
having a, just a much harder time with food prices, energy costs, housing, medical care. Have you seen a pickup in activity through the Office on Aging in terms of, you know, you know seniors needing, needing help or resources or counsel? Most definitely. We have noticed a significant increase over the past year and two years, really, since um, the pandemic began, and really due to the inflation costs. We certainly work with people who have all types of different incomes, but we do work a lot with individuals who are low income, have fixed incomes, and so we've been trying to be creative in finding ways to help them through um, different means or connecting them with resources that might be available even temporarily to help. So, for example, uh, the cost of food has become very prohibitive for some individuals to be able to get good nutritious food. So trying to find them resources to help them as best we can is really where we've gone. So we have definitely noticed uh, many more severe or an increase in the cases that um, really have kind of multiple needs and take a lot more time to work with them and to help them get the, the things that they need met. I know two options, Dottie, that, that your office provides for, for, for older Americans that are food insecure, mobile meals and affordable meal mm -hmm. services. Tell us about mm -hmm. the two programs. Yes, um, they are. We have our program Mobile Meals, which provides hot meals five days a week to individuals who are eligible. Usually these are individuals who are 60 and over who are homebound um, and need a help with meal. And we have volunteers that deliver meals to their home. So it's also somebody checking on them as well and laying eyes on them. That may be the only person that they see all day long. And then our mo mobile affordable meals program is for individuals of all ages that we do, like for example, if you don't qualify for mobile meals, and you're able to pay for the service, you would have the availability to get a hot meal delivered to your home as well. Now, to be clear on the mobile meals for people 60 and up, Dottie, if they have the resources for food, you know, but they just are more immobile and they're not having that interaction, you mentioned it might be the only person they see all day. Is this still a mm -hmm. program that they can utilize well, our mobile meals program is, um, we do have certain eligibility and it's reserved for those who, let's say, for example, may be living alone, may not have family that can provide a meal to them, and more on the homebound side. If they're getting out, it's only for necessities like going to the doctor, but for the most part, they're not getting out so and about driven, and not able to it, get the food. But it's more on being homebound, not necessarily financial need. That's correct. Um, right now, we do not have a waiting list for that program, um, and we pride ourselves on that. Uh, we have been very successful in, in getting some funding to help with that and making sure that nobody is waiting to, to get a meal. Yeah, so I think that's really important for people to realize that that program is not just for based on financial need. So if you're listening and you're homebound and this is a challenge, you know, this is a good resource. And really, the Knoxville Office on Aging is a great resource, really, for all of these things, right? 
Yes, and, and basically what if somebody calls our office, we're going to talk to them about what their needs are. We're going to talk to them about their situation and connect them with the most appropriate service for their needs. So if it's mobile meals, if it's something that maybe they don't qualify for that, but they still want a meal delivered, we can get them connected with that, connect them with other services that we have, as well as um, any service in the community that's going to help to meet their needs in their life situation. Well, we'll, well, I know we'll give it out. We typically do it later in the show, but what, can you go ahead and give out that number or a website? What's the easiest way for people to contact the, the Office on Aging? Yes, our phone number is 865-524-2786, and our website is knoxseniors.org. Okay, great. This is Dottie Livers. She's with the Office on Aging through the CAC, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Issues like independence and social interaction and some of the mental challenges retirees face and what you can be doing to think about that. If you're already retired, what can you be doing? And if you're, you know, starting to think about retirement, the mental challenge of that transition is so important. So stay with us. This is More Living with Jim Brogan here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to News Talk 98.7's Brogan Financial Studios, where Jim Brogan is coming to you live with important news and advice to help you achieve your dream retirement. Get ready to learn and live. Here's your host, Jim Brogan. Welcome back to More Living here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. I'm your host, Jim Brogan. You can catch all our shows every week on this station, 9 to 10 a.m. and again, 3 to 4 p.m. We're also podcast on our website. If you go to broganfinancial.com and click on radio, you can listen to all of our shows and our dollars and cents segments. Also, my retirement minutes that run every week on this station. Uh, You can hear all that information so that you can be more informed to make prudent decisions that can impact the quality of your life. We're visiting this morning with Dottie Livers. She is with the CAC Office on Aging, and we're talking about challenges as we age. Let's talk a little bit about independence, Dottie. A loss of independence is really, I think, a fear that most of us as we age uh, have. How, How do people decide when it's time to ask for help, whether it's things like transportation, it could be help with meals, which we talked about in the last segment, or even making the decision to move to a facility with some paid help? That is certainly a challenge, and we encounter individuals every day who um, are not wanting to think about the future, sometimes because it's fear-related or whatever the case might be. But we're always big advocates that people plan for their future and plan for what might be coming for their care needs if that comes to be. So certainly um, everyone wants to stay independent for as long as possible, and that's the goal of all of our programs, to help people age where they want to age and stay um, having a great quality of life for as long as possible and keeping their dollars um, for as long as possible as well. 
But there are certainly times where some individuals are not able to live in, in their home and may need a different level of care, may need a uh, some help in the home or move to a facility that provides them more care, provides them meals, and being in a safe location. You know, I dealt with this, Dottie, with both of my parents. My dad, who's passed away about five, four or five years ago, five years ago, you know, he just resisted so much giving up that, what he thought to him independence was living at home. You know, I remember even getting the truck, his, his pickup truck away from him we probably waited longer. Than, I mean, nothing happened bad, but, but, you know, the reality is it sat in his driveway for a, a pretty good while when he couldn't really ever even drive it. I would think mm-hmm. transportation is kind of a big deal because, you know, there are times when we, you know, there's a time, I think, where we needed to take that vehicle away from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then that to, to a retiree, I think an older person is a real big notion of losing independence So let's talk about transportation. Uh, You know, even things like doctor's appointments, the grocery store. Now, with the pandemic that that hit, you know, I know there's a lot more options with grocery delivery services and things like that. But what are transportation services that the the Office on Aging has? There are many um, options in the community. And you're definitely right. I mean, Giving up driving or having somebody else drive you around is is a very big challenge, one of the most uh, largest challenges that we face with those that we work with. I mean, it's a mental challenge, right? Yes. I mean, my parents are both 85 years old. They live in another state, but they um, luckily right now are still able to drive, but there may be a point where that is not the safest option for them. And so having some options, for example, At CAC, we have a program known as Volunteer Assisted Transportation, and we have volunteer drivers who help individuals get to where they need, whether it's the grocery store, a doctor's appointment, or anywhere that might help them, and they stay with them. So they don't just drop them off and come back. If they need them to be with them, they stay there with them. They help kind of do a door-through-door service, so they're helping them back into their home if they have groceries. So it's a more individualized service, and we have a wonderful group of volunteers that are working to to help our older adults and persons with disabilities get across uh, town to where they need to be. Um, Another program that exists is CAC has a transit program. That is a public transportation that helps individuals get where they need to go. There is also um, some services here in Knox County, such as the, the Lyft program through CAT and others that will help transport individuals. There are also some local companies that you can hire to transport you around as well. Um, and we have a great resource at our office called the Senior Service Directory that actually has all of this information in it. It is available on our website as well as a hard copy that we can give out to those for free. Yeah, that Senior Service Directory is really a great place to start in terms of both Mm -hmm. public and private industry solutions that people can tap into to help them with their needs, right? Yes, most definitely. We make it a very comprehensive resource for any situation that somebody might be encountering from transportation to housing to 
um, downsizing and moving. You know, you're talking about moving to a new location. Sometimes you move from a large home to an apartment or a condo or um, an independent living facility and need help kind of deciding what you're going to take and what you're not going to take and help having companies that can come in and help with that is, is oftentimes a, a great help to the family and individual. Yeah, so I think the biggest thing that I'm hearing there, Dottie, is that there are great resources available in the community, whether it's, again, through government programs like what you do at Office on Aging or if it's through private industry. And this uh, senior service directory is a great place to start. Uh, let's talk a little bit about social interaction and activity. Uh, I know social activity and human interaction are so vital to a healthy and happy life. And many people, once they retire, well, all of us lose that automatic social environment and structured schedule of a job. And, you know, I, I talk about this a lot in terms of leading up to retirement, about creating routine, uh, creating different things, especially in those first two years of retirement. Now, I will say a lot of our clients Dottie really thrive in their retirement years. That they are th they're, they're so busy that they're just busy with different kinds of things than when they were working. But there are some people that retire and they kind of wither away a little bit and they're not as vibrant because they lose that routine and social interaction. What are some tips mm -hmm. for those who are retiring uh, to deal with that transition? That is definitely a cause for concern that we have, especially over the past couple of years with the pandemic. We have seen more individuals become socially isolated due to not being able to get out for whatever reason or not feeling comfortable yet. So we have a couple of programs at our office that help with that. We certainly encourage individuals to get involved in something that they're interested in. If they're able to volunteer and want to do that. There are many volunteer opportunities in the community that they can do to stay engaged, to give back, and to also stay um, very active and socially engaged, most definitely. Um, at the beginning of the pandemic, we actually started a program called Senior Care Calls, which provides weekly phone calls to isolated and older adults. So we have volunteers who are actually calling and doing kind of friendly calls, helping with that social interaction and helping individuals to stay, stay engaged. And then we also have a the O'Connor Senior Center, and there are other senior centers in the community as well, where people can go and participate in activities, be socially engaged, stay, um, you know, stay engaged and stay uh, do some different hobbies that maybe they haven't done before. At our O'Connor Senior Center, we have things such as art classes, language classes, exercise classes. So there's different opportunities for people to stay engaged um, and to to keep that that love of life that they um, have had. I know I had uh, one client years ago who's passed away now, but uh, years ago she had passed away, but. She was teaching ballroom dance at one of your senior mm -hmm. uh, uh, centers out in, I think, North Knoxville, maybe in Halls. Mm -hmm. I mean, all the way up until she was in her late 80s. And mm -hmm. I have many other clients who actually attend ballroom dance and do other types. I guess they've got 
arts and crafts. I mean, there's all kinds of opportunities that are available through the senior centers. Most definitely, and it's connecting. There are um, seven or more than seven senior centers in Knox County alone, and so getting connected, and it's not just a place where you go just to play bingo as as maybe people may think, but there are many different opportunities to get um, involved, to learn something new. We have a, a senior softball group. We have happy hikers where they go doing hikes outdoors. Um, and we also have a group that we have a choir called the Singing Seniors and a band and a jam band. I mean, there's so many different opportunities, whether people have never picked up an instrument before or they're wanting to return to that it's a great place for them to do that and just have some fun we're visiting with Dottie Livers this morning she is with the CAC office on aging she is the director of that office and when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the other programs the center had the, the office on aging has and and the need for volunteers uh, to help uh, with service then uh, in my dollars and cents segment, which we'll have at, in our last segment today, we're going to talk about the health, the, the dealing with the rising costs of health care and specifically the threat of long-term care. So stay with us. We're visiting with Dottie Livers with the CAC Office on Aging. This is More Living with Jim Brogan, only on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to News Talk 98.7's Brogan Financial Studios, where Jim Brogan is coming to you live with important news and advice to help you achieve your dream retirement. Get ready to learn and live. Here's your host, Jim Brogan. Welcome back to More Living with Jim Brogan, where it's all about living the best years of your life your way. This is News Talk 98.7 WOKI, and to thrive as we age... You know, we do deal with challenges, and that's what we're talking about today. We've got on Dottie Livers. She is the director of the Office on Aging through the CAC uh, here in Knoxville, the Community Action Committee. And Dottie, um, the Office on Aging works, if, if we talk about diversity for a minute, I know you all work on an environment, providing an environment that includes services regardless of nationality, disability level, economic status. Talk about how important it is to make sure that everyone feels like they receive services, they have access to all the things that you offer in your office. It is very important. Our whole purpose is to be here for all individuals who might be aging and needing help, even if the help is finding a phone number for a local resource. Um, we encounter individuals who start their journey with maybe needing a phone number to a senior center, and 10 years down the road, they're looking for more additional help to help with themselves or a loved one in the home um, as they age and try to age in place. So we definitely provide help to all individuals, regardless of their life situation. So we help individuals who might be needing help in the home to those who may be able to um, be more active, volunteer out in the community. So we're kind of helping the whole gamut of individuals and trying to help guide them to where they need to be. 
You know, one thing that I have found is that to, to create routine and structure in retirement, uh, sometimes volunteering our time and serving other people is such a great way to do that. Uh, I have so many clients that serve, whether it's Mission of Hope or just various different different charitable or, or volunteer things. And it, it not only creates structure and routine, it creates social environment interaction. It creates a sense of purpose. You're reaching out to people that, that need help in some way. And it's so rewarding. Uh, talk a little bit about your retired and senior volunteer program. Is that a good way to find places to use skills and create a volunteer routine? Definitely. Our retired and senior volunteer program helps individuals 55 and older with um, connecting with opportunities where they can volunteer. A lot of times these are at nonprofit organizations and coming from a nonprofit organization, I can't tell you how much we rely on volunteers to help support our efforts and to help us meet the needs in the community. We have more than 300, on average about 300 volunteers every day who are out there in the community either delivering meals, helping in the home through our senior companion program, helping with um, kids in schools through our foster grandparent program, and helping with nonprofits all over Knox County to help them um, with serving their clients too. So it is definitely a very important activity for individuals and we have seen our volunteers have so much more rewards than they anticipated just by kind of giving back and, and helping even if it's once a month. Oh yeah, I found it is, it's, it, we, we get tenfold back when we put, mm -hmm. put our energy into things like that. Are there other ways for people to volunteer or get involved with the CAC? Definitely. I will say we have more than 20 programs and services just within the Office on Aging and then at CAC even more. And many of those do have volunteer opportunities. For instance, we have a program called Feed-A-Pet where we have volunteers that are delivering pet food once a month to clients' homes. And this is donated pet food. So we have just very different opportunities. We have volunteers that work with us in the office that work with us at our senior center, that work with us at, we have an adult daycare center called the Daily Living Center. So we just have many different options for people to get involved based on what their interests are. And sometimes we, they want to just do one-time things. Sometimes they want to do ongoing things, and we'll help connect them with anything that they'd like to do. Dottie, I know not all of the services at CAC are just offering help to, to older Americans. Talk to us about the Foster Grandparent Program. Yes, our Foster Grandparent Program is actually a program where we have, um, it's a volunteer program for those 55 and over, but what they're doing is helping individuals helping children really in school settings and in other children program settings. And they act sometimes as kind of a one-on-one -on -one tutor, kind of helping them with uh, educational needs and helping them with maybe kids who are at risk. A lot of our foster grandparents are in the school system and they're working to help teachers and help schools better meet the needs of their, uh, of their students and help the students to thrive. So I think if you're an older adult and you really have a heart and a passion for helping young people, I know 
you know, the things that my wife and I do, Dottie, in terms of charitable giving and, and, and some of our own support, you know, I'm so passionate about kids that don't have the same opportunities growing up that I mm-hmm. had that my parents provided me with. And so if you're an older adult that that's a passion, that sounds like a great way to get plugged in and to volunteer our time. Now, you mentioned earlier, Dottie, in kind of wrapping this up, you offer a senior services directory on your website that is a great resource for people as they age of all kinds of different things, resources that are available both at the government level and at the private sector. So what are some, if you could walk us again through some of the things included in that directory and where people can find that, if you could also give out your website mm-hmm. and your, your, your phone number for people to get more information about that. Yes, our senior service directory, some people call it the yellow uh, senior Bible. Um, It's been around for a number of years, but in our directory, it's kind of includes things such as as an action guide, and we call those the blue pages, where it helps with planning for the future, talks about housing, legal services, long-term care, medical insurance, and things like that. And then we have a whole section of resources in the community that are broken down to help by activities and recreation and things such as that. And we also have a number of um, organizations that have purchased ads that are great resources as well. And those ads, thanks to our sponsor, were able to keep these directories free of charge for the community. It is available as hard copy, and we can give those out to whomever needs one, we have mailed those. We can, they're available at our office at 2247 Western Avenue. You can pick them up at any local senior center. The libraries have them. Um, and so they may be in different locations. It is available also on our website at knoxseniors.org. And there's a link there to the directory on the front page. Um, the directory is really good, too, because you can just flip to the back, and there's a, a an index there. So if you don't know what you're looking for, you can kind of look up a keyword and, and flip to the pages that might be helpful to you. Um, you can also call our office at 865-524-2786 to get a copy as well. So it's knoxseniors.org, not Knoxville Seniors, just knoxseniors.org. And people can find all of that. They can, and, and if I heard that correctly, if, if people call your office at 524-2786, they can actually order a, order one of those directories in card copy. You can even mail it to people. Yes. That's a great resource. Well, Dottie, thank you so much time. Dottie Liver, she's the uh, director of the CAC Office on Aging. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us about all the great resources we have here in the Knoxville area to help us as we age. Thank you, Jim. Absolutely. That's Dottie Livers. Again, she's with the CAC Office on Aging. Check out their resources at knoxsenior.org. When we come back, I'm going to talk about the rising cost of health care and how to plan for that. We're also going to have our dollars and cents segment, specifically talking about the challenge of long-term care. So stay with us. This is More Living with Jim Brogan here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI.
Welcome back to News Talk 98.7's Brogan Financial Studios, where Jim Brogan is coming to you live with important news and advice to help you achieve your dream retirement. Get ready to learn and live. Here's your host, Jim Brogan. This is More Living here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Thank you for tuning in. If you missed part of that show, we're on every Saturday 9 to 10 a.m., again 3 to 4 p.m., you can also catch our podcasts, all of our shows, and all of our radio content at my website, broganfinancial.com. Just click on radio. One of the biggest challenges in retirement is the increasing costs of health care. And medical costs typically increase at double the rate of inflation. It is time for dollars and cents. Want to be sure you are getting the most out of your retirement? For all the years of your retirement? That's the primary goal of More Living with Jim Brogan and our Dollars and Cents segment, where we provide you with an important financial tip that will help positively impact the quality of your life in retirement. And now, here's Jim with this week's Dollars and Cents tip. Medical costs typically increase at double the inflation rate. How do we plan for this risk to our financial well-being as we age. That's our topic for today's dollars and cents segment. You know, in the last year with inflation, 7, 8, of course, I know it was at 9% at one point, um, medical costs have been closer to 15%. And that's pretty consistent in that whatever the inflation rate is, medical costs are about double. Now, how does that affect us in retirement? Just in the last two years since the pandemic happened, It used to be estimated that the average retiree at 65 years old over the rest of their lifetime, if you look at your total medical costs, which would include your Medicare premiums, you have your Part B, your Part D for drugs, you also have Medicare supplements, and then you have your utilization costs uh, for for not only drugs, but, you know, your deductibles, co-pays, whatever. The average retiree will spend prior to the pandemic, was about $290,000 over their, your lifetime for medical costs. That has increased by almost $50,000 to almost $340,000. So that's quite an increase. That's about a, just quick math, that's a 16 17% increase. Uh, that's quite an increase. So that's something we need to be aware of. Now, you, you hear people talk about this, and I, one thing I do want to say is you don't, have to write a check for $340,000 the day that you retire to cover your medical costs, right? It's an annual cost that should simply be built into your income plan. You know, you're an average 65-year-old. If you're not super healthy but you're not real sick, you just maybe have a couple of conditions that are treated with, you know, blood pressure, maybe high cholesterol, but nothing significant, the average retiree is going to spend about $5,000 a year, five to $6,000 a year for medical, including your Medicare premiums and utilization costs. Once you're in your early 80s, that's going to double to about ten dollars to $12,000 a year. If you have more conditions, that would be higher. If you are super healthy, that could be lower. But the reality is we should plan for medical costs with our income plan. So we just need a good plan in place. The income plan, I think, is often in my view, the most overlooked area in retirement planning today. So planning for medical costs is simply a part of your med- of your income plan. And because of the way Medicare works, and if you have a supplement, 
there are caps oftentimes to what those costs could be. So it just needs to be built into the income plan and make sure that it's appropriate and understand that those costs are going up at a rate of double the cost of inflation. That's our Dollars and Cents segment for this week. You can find this week's Dollars and Cents segment and others by visiting BroganFinancial.com. Check us out at BroganFinancial.com. We've got a lot of resources there so you can make informed and prudent decisions that can positively impact the quality of your life. You can go to BroganFinancial.com and click on radio for all of our podcasts of our show and our dollars and cents segments. You can also go to our resources tab to download guides and resources that we have there. Also check out our blog. We have posts every week with, with current information about what's going on in the financial world and the economic world and what you need to be doing to plan for a successful retirement. To close off this show, I do want to talk about long-term care. Uh, I know, you know, if you're 65 years old today, you have about a 70% likelihood that you will need long-term care. Now, by definition, what that means is that you need more than 90 days of care, meaning not skilled medical care, but custodial care, which means you need help just to live. You cannot live completely independently on your own. It could be you need help a few days a week to help maybe prepare some meals or maybe help you organize your prescription drugs. You might need some help every day. You might need to be in a facility, but you cannot live independently for more than 90 days. Now many that need long-term care, they they need care for maybe four to six months for some sort of rehabilitation. Could be speech therapy, it could be uh, you know having trouble swallowing, it could be a temporary recovery from a medical thing. But then the expectation is after four to six months you'll be able to resume fully independent living. The concern financially in retirement is paying for a longer period than that. You know, what if that turns into two or three years or, God forbid, seven or eight or ten years? And most of the people that we work with and that I see in my office, we're not so worried about a two or three year stay. We're more worried about that seven, eight, ten year stay. And according to the data, if you're institutionalized after four years, it's usually some kind of dementia, some sort of mental incapacity. And the cost can start to become rather alarming. Uh, an assisted living facility in East Tennessee, typically you're looking at fifty to $60,000 a year. A nursing home, you're pushing more like eighty dollars to $90,000 a year in East Tennessee. And those costs are going up at double the rate of inflation. And what I have seen is, you know, I don't, I, I know you don't want that, you know, you, some of you may feel like, Jim, that's not going to happen to me. But with a 70% likelihood, I want you to realize that that means there's almost a 50% likelihood that both of you, if you're married, both of you are going to need long-term care. The key here is to make sure too often when somebody needs long-term care, it's not just your life that changes forever. It's the life of a loved one, a caregiver your spouse, or a child, especially if you don't have the financial resources in place 
to provide for that care. So to me, the way we fight this battle is making sure to have the financial resources in place to where your loved one merely supervises the care and doesn't have to actually provide the care. And there are different ways to do that. So many people can self-pay that, self-fund, and have a plan for that. Many others might need to leverage some money uh, in the form of some sort of insurance benefit uh, that can pay off uh, in a significant way if there's a need. But having a plan to deal with this threat and having the financial resources available is critical in a retirement plan. Thank you for tuning in this week. We've discussed this, we've discussed aging because aging independently can provide for more living so you can live the best years of your life your way. Many thanks to Riley for engineering the board and the show. Many thanks to Jill for producing the show. Thank you to Dottie Livers, the, uh, the uh, director of the Office on Aging through the CAC here in Knoxville. Thank you for tuning in this week. This is More Living with Jim Brogan, only on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. The views expressed by Jim Brogan and his guests are not that of Cumulus Media. Any discussion of financial, legal, and tax planning strategies is not intended to be individualized advice and is general in nature. Always consult with your advisor for advice specific to your needs. This program's content does not represent a recommendation of any particular security, strategy, or investment by Jim Brogan or Brogan Financial Incorporated.